Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome back in. We appreciate Dan Israel joining us. Congratulations to Gary for winning our HTO giveaway. Uh, welcome back in here on this Tuesday. Tommy Castor rejoins us here alongside Malcolm Carter. I'm Jacob Albrock. Do we take you now into some college hoops? So we get both KU and K-State tonight, both at home, both in games they need to win if they're going to continue to contend for a Big 12 title. KU at home against Oklahoma State. You know, I, the margin at which they win, we can debate about. They're 16.5-point favorites. But K-State at home against Oklahoma that's a game the Cats have to have, uh, Tommy, as we welcome you in here. It's a game you'll hear on KFH. But K-State, after a brutal week of the schedule, both road games, not games you're expected to win, if they want to hang in this thing until the end, they got to win both of these games this week, and it starts tonight against the Sooners. Yeah, you know, they've got to bounce back, right? And I that game against Houston over the weekend, we all know how good Houston is. We all know about their defensive prowess, and, and all of that. But I don't think that, obviously, most people thought that they would just get the doors blown off in that game over the weekend against the Cougars. So they've got to bounce back against that. Oklahoma is a high-caliber opponent in the Big 12. Porter Mosier has done a really good job building his team, getting them into the conversation to compete for a conference championship. You know, And, of course, their top 25 ranking that they currently have right now. So that's definitely going to be a challenge for Kansas State. But you, all you have to do is go back not that far, not that long ago, and the Wildcats took down Baylor on their home court. So they've got to do the same thing against Oklahoma tonight. Malcolm, when you talk about the Cats, and I don't, I don't think that they're going to be able to hang in this until the end, but they have proven me and a lot of people wrong all year long. You know, when you when you look across the Big 12 and you look at the way this thing is lining out and just what's, you know, in front of them, it is still hard for me to imagine K-State up there with Houston and Kansas, maybe Iowa State. I really like TCU. Baylor's up there. But K-State, you know, they continue to to prove the doubters wrong and 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 do this unbelievable thing they're doing this season. Do you think they can be in there in the end against all those teams? Nah, I, I don't think so. Um, I think some of the issues that have played Kansas State all year um, even showed up in that game against Houston. Um, especially when you're talking about the Big 12 Conference, I do think there is a, a little bit of polarity there 
when you're talking about the top, those top tier teams in the conference, and then kind of those second and third tier teams. Um, I think I think Houston far and above is the best team in the conference, um, and then kind of it subsequently follows after that. But I think K State they're they're a competitive ball club, and I think come tourney time they'll definitely uh, make these games a little more competitive. But I, I do think that they're, they're, the conference is starting to separate itself a little bit, um, and just K-State's kind of on the other side of that. Tommy, what, what do you think there? I mean, the Cats, we've talked at length about how impressive the job they've done this year has been. No Naquan Tomlin, right? You lose to All-Americans, but yet here they are. I don't want to doubt them here. What, where, are you, where are you with the with the Cats' chances now in this jumbled mess to somehow end up on top of it? Yeah, I mean, I've been pretty impressed all season long with the way that Jerome Tang has gotten this team to rally, you know, and I think that they've done a great job, obviously, in really close games, games that come down to the wire, games that go to overtime. You need a last-second shot. That's going to bode well, I think, for the Wildcats come tournament time. But if we're talking just specifically about the Big 12 itself, I, I was, like I said, impressed by them. But I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful that the outing against Houston over the weekend was kind of an anomaly and not something that will continue. Because I, I don't think many people had the Wildcats to, lose the, or to win the game. But I, I definitely don't think that that kind of blowout was expected. So uh, as far as what their prospects are for the conference itself – I don't think that they have just the roster to win the conference, but do I think that they can be in the in the top three or four? Sure, and it's going to come down to, I think, the last week or weekend of the regular season, and there's probably going to be a, a close game that goes down to the last possession or even overtime that will determine what, what place the Wildcats get in the conference. Yeah, I, we'll see. Kansas, on the other hand, I think we can more clearly see a path for them just because of, and it's, it may simply be based on preseason expectations. They've, they're sitting there, though, in that same jumbled mess, and, and they have work to do. They've got the same record as K-State right now in the league. Um, you know, you've got to now pass three teams ahead of you with 11 to go, and we know that this team has not been particularly good on the road. They're 2-3 and three on the road this year. Malcolm, is there a path? I mean, KU, are they going to be able to get there? I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's it's hard to imagine them winning enough games. We talked about this with Shreya Lotta yesterday. With what you think it'll take to win the league, I don't want to bet against Bill Self because he's done it so many times, but it's hard to find it. If you want to find the amount of wins they're going to have to have if, you know, to, to win this thing. Yeah, I'm. I was – Kind of disappointed with KU uh, in their game against Iowa State. Uh, typically, they they defend the three much better than they did, um, and I mean, to me, they just went out there and got beat. So that was that was a little discouraging to me as we're moving toward tournament play, as to the kind of the overall expectation for KU. Um, I, I think they'll be there to hang around, and there will be those games. Uh, there will be a game in March where we're like, wow, KU is the KU that you know we thought that they were. Um, but to me, the litmus test is going to be this game against Houston um, coming up in, in a couple of days. If they're not able to at least at least keep that game close at home against Houston, then I think I don't even know if you can call the rest of the season even 
you know, something worth speculating over. I think Houston at that point just takes the cake. Tommy, you're KU guy. Yeah. In your most optimistic light, yeah. do you see it for the for the Jayhawks? I do. I do because you've got Hunter Dickinson who, you know, by all accounts looks to be at least one of the leading candidates for player of the year. You've got Kevin McCuller who might be the best all-around player in America on your roster, a veteran in Dewan Harris, and I know that everybody wants Dewan Harris to do more and more offensively and all of that. That's just not his game, and it's just, you know, I'm, I'm done expecting that uh, to happen. But I do think that there are other things that he can provide the team, the athleticism of K.J. Adams and the way that Johnny Furphy has kind of exploded onto the scene in the last couple of weeks. That's all well and good. That's great. They need to have more out of their bench. But what we all know about Bill Self is that as a season progresses and as you get deeper into conference play and into March, his rotation tightens up anyway. Uh, you don't really a lot of times see players that you know are not earning the trust of Bill Self get meaningful minutes in the months of February and March. That usually doesn't happen with any of his teams. I guess one of the good things, I guess, already for KU is that they already don't have a deep bench. Uh, so even though you know we might have seen players like Elmarco Jackson and Nick Timberlake and Parker Brown and, and others get extended minutes. I don't think we're going to see that quite as much as conference play continues to, to progress. I think one thing to Malcolm's point when he's talking about the way that the Jayhawks defend the three, teams make shots against the Jayhawks from the perimeter. That's what happens. And I think that there's been a narrative that you know teams just shoot the ball really well from three against the Jayhawks. And I wonder if really it's that they don't defend it particularly well overall. And that kind of, I think, plays into that a little bit. So they're going to have to get better at that. They're going to have to find other ways to generate offense, especially when Hunter Dickinson gets double teamed in the post. Uh, they're not a particularly good shooting, uh, three-point shooting team anyway. The Jayhawks are not. And so that's going to be a challenge for them. But I do think that just based off of the experience and the talent of the starting five, I think that they can get it done. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that they can, but whether they will or not, I just don't know. And it, it has, let me say this, it has less to do with Kansas and more to do with how many teams it will take. I think this thing ends in a tie. I don't think there's any one team that's going to be able to take it. It's how many teams get into the tie and how many losses do those teams have that get the most interesting to me. So if it's, let's say it's six losses then I think KU's in. If it's four or five, though, I, I just I think we've seen enough to know. And again, I, I said this. I think I said this yesterday. That doesn't mean I don't think KU can still win a national championship, make a run in the tournament. It doesn't mean any of those things. I'm just just talking about winning the Big Twelve here and already having three losses with that many games left to play. That's what makes it seem so difficult to overcome to me. I still think. There's a great chance that KU is the best team in this league that makes the deepest run in the tournament. All of that stuff is still in play. It's more about, like, mathematically, do we still think they're going to be able to get it done? And, Tommy, I guess that's where I go. Yeah. And, and, you know, Shreyas brought this up yesterday. If it's five losses, with the games you can just look at on the schedule, can KU really navigate that with only two more losses? That seems unlikely. Yeah, they, ha they have to go 9-2 and two in their remaining conference games to match what their conference record was a year ago. And the schedule is brutal. So I'm not sure that a 13-5 and five conference record is really realistic 
Uh, I think that it can be done. Will it be done? I'm not sure. I kind of agree that if the winning team in the Big 12 has six losses, then I think Kansas can be one of them. I think they can tie for that. You know, then you're looking at an eight and three record over your last 11 games in the conference. The way that this team presents itself to me, the way that I kind of see this playing out for the Jayhawks is either tying for a Big 12 title with six losses or being one game, maybe two games behind. But I think that they entered the tournament as, I don't know, a, a two or three seed. And then they're going to be an extremely difficult out in March Madness. In fact, I think that you can have the discussion of who the best team in the conference is, and that's fine. But I also think that they're, I think it's worth having a conversation about who the most difficult out in the tournament is going to be. That's different than the best overall talent. I think that Kansas will probably be the most difficult team out. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KU will have the experience advantage yeah. probably over anybody that they play outside of like if they matched up with FAU. Uh, quick picks. Uh, I, I'm assuming Malcolm. What do you What do you got on the? I, we're We're all picking KU. We don't need to waste our time with that. Yeah. What do you got on K State minus three and a half against OU tonight? Three and a half. That's That's a lot of points. Um, I mean, I, I I'm leaning towards KU at home straight out, but three and a half is a lot for me. K State. Yeah, I think I I think I like a K State money line too, Tommy. Yeah, I'm going to take Oklahoma, and the reason I'm taking Oklahoma is just because. I was shocked about the way that the Wildcats played against Houston over the weekend. I know they need to bounce back. Um, that's tough. Like that's kind of a demoralizing loss when you lose by that that many. Too. I know Houston's a great team, yeah. but that like that's rough. So I'm going to take I'm going to well, take Oklahoma. It's a bounce back spot for K State also, and the two road games, all those things play into it. All right, when we come back, just a second. Are you guys Are you guys even entertaining and enjoying these conspiracy NFL Taylor Swift rumors? I'll ask that <laughs> question when we return on Sports Daily. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.